it? It's fine. Did we do it? Adam, did we do it? Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We've been a little bit gone, but now we're back. Um, we're oh, back. We're back. A lot of things we're back again. happened. I had COVID and a like major work event. And did I tell you about how I got a full body rash, too? No, I didn't hear. I that. woke up one day with hives from the tippy top of my head to the tippy tip a tip of my toes, and I went to the doctor, and they were like, "It's a severe allergic reaction," and I was like, "Yeah, I gathered that. Any ideas on what?" And they were like, "No, sorry." So then I had to take steroids for like a week, which sucked because I felt like actually kind of manic on the prednisone. And then I went to Norway, so I have been neglecting our sweet, sweet baby, the spooky, sucky, this cast. Welcome. Yeah, and I'm sick now, so, but I'm doing it anyway. I'm telling you, you don't even sound sick. Had to. I don't sound sick. Everyone's been like, oh my god, what's wrong with you? Do you I love when people it? do like, that. That's I don't, I'm not sure. so helpful. Like, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're concerned for me. It started at work, and then I lost my voice, and then ever since then, um, I've just, like, been, it's, the voice has been getting better and then worse. And then, so. You don't sound that bad. I mean, life Thanks. is hard in the era of COVID. Can you believe it got me t- two and a half or whatever years in? Strucketh down by the hand of COVID. It was very bad. Yeah. I, I had it twice, I think. Oh yeah, Once for sure. And a second time, do you were like, I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you sound okay. How is it like? Are you do you feel okay? That's what's important, you know. Thank you. Oh my god. Um, my head hurts, and I'm like really sleepy, but sounds, I'm, not, I'm fine. Sounds like life under late capitalism. <laughs> yeah, it's not that different than how I normally. Feel. <laughs> really yeah I asked my therapist once I was like do people just go about their lives not feeling completely fatigued all the time and she was like some people do and I was like that's total bs how did I get on like the fatigue train yeah some people are just like like fine up and ready to start like you're not depressed you don't sometimes not depressed like plot how to unalive yourself in the shower what's that like it's only when my mind is just like wandering. I don't have a plan. Okay. <laughs> to quote my therapist, um, I don't have a plan. <laughs> I need constant distractions in order to like, yeah, stave off like my impending existential crisis sees crises at any point. So it's fine. It <laughs> help, you know? Yeah. Good thing we're back. In and the office in the background helps, you know? Good thing we're back and in such a cheerful mood. <laughs> So, welcome to the Spooky Succubus cast. I'm Abby, here with Rebecca. This is an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, pro-communist, pro-sex work, um, anti-imperialism podcast about horror movies. Uh, And this week we're talking about, it's kind of a horror, not even a horror movie, like at all, but it's so cute. It's a horror com, if you will. Um... 2019's Abe Forsyth joint Little Monsters, starring Lupita Nyong'o and like no one else I've ever seen. Oh well, it also stars Josh Gad, who's like Josh Gad. He's like a plague on humanity. I hate his affect. I hate his face. 
Like, I know mm-hmm. he's, like, doing a bit, but I'm just kind of like, stop. Like, Olaf the snowman is fine because I can't see your dumb face. <laughs> I like, yeah, there's something about hating Josh Gad that is just so it's so easy. universal, Even when he's too. doing... Oh yeah, everybody hates him. Even when he's doing something like this, where he's like purposely he was like funny. being a fucking jerk, and like anybody else doing it, to be like, "You're <laughs> so funny and charming," but him, I'm like, "Huh." Like even you acknowledging that you do kid stuff and it's annoying is annoying to me. Like, yeah, I, don't, I feel like annoying. if it were like Seth Rogen, that would have been funny. But I have a yeah. soft spot for Seth Rogen. That's probably like something I should examine because he's had he's done some problematic things, but. I just feel like you could have gotten any, like, barrel-chested guy with a beard, and it would have been fine, you know? <laughs> Anybody with, like, the hint of a of a beer belly could have done that. Literally, even but a I mean, whisper of a beer belly would have been fine. <laughs> Seth Rogen hot level could have done this. Yeah. I, this is like a Jonah Hill part before he became gaunt. Yeah. Or um, I was thinking when I was watching it, somebody else could have done this better, but I'm now forgetting who it was. Even you could play the other side of it. You could get like a really gangly, conventionally unattractive guy to do it. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be fat guy. It can be gangly. Yeah, honestly, too. it could have been a super hot guy, and it could have been fine too. I just I don't think that we need to have Josh Gad like foisted upon us anymore on our screens <laughs> ever like, again get him off my I tv also don't, i don't love the idea of yeah like that guy is an asshole is ridiculous is like yeah. throwing up constantly but you know it's like that's it's been done i do okay? like watching people throw up on screen which is pro- probably says something about me <laughs> that was scary uh um, yeah it was kind of scary. I do love Lupita Nyong'o like I I can't say it enough she's great at literally everything I know Every, this whole movie she was so good collapsed under anyone else I she's feel like great. a lot of movies that she's in that is the case like she was are we talking I, about us we're again? talking about us as usual I know it's not your favorite yeah um but like if it she was holding that movie together by like the skin of her teeth for sure Sorry, I'm just yeah. checking the status of my library book holds. Unfortunately, <laughs> two two books that I are coming. You know how like when you place a hold on a book, you can't control like when it's going to come through or how many you're going to get bombarded yeah. with at one time. I have three ready. One of them is a sci-fi book called The Curse of Chalion. <laughs> and it's like 500 pages long. And then the other one is The Last Kingdom which is the beginning of, like, the Viking Saxon stories, which are, like, also really intense and, like, 900 pages long. So I'm about to be oh my God. buried, okay? Under books. That's good, though. Yes. So um, um, all in all, this movie was delightful, but it did have, really it did it. have a sheen of issues, which you know we'll get into. Do you want me to read the plot since you're, like, dying? I didn't take great no. notes, but I can try. <laughs> I'm there. I'm on it. I yeah. I think this movie has all the things that I like normally wouldn't like. Like written, directed by a white guy, and like a white guy protagonist. I really also like. I don't like movies about children's entertainers or like the yeah. the disillusioned children's entertainer is not one of my Smoochie, favorite. Smoochie, remember Death to Smoochie? Yeah, That's it's like, not my favorite. Not good. Yeah, I also usually don't like kids in movies as you guys know 
But I loved every kid in this movie so much. They were so cute. So cute. I mean, Felix deserves an Oscar. That kid was adorable. I know. Honestly, I laughed. I cried because I cried everything. I did cry. I was thinking while I was crying that I knew you would have been crying at the same moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I cried a couple times, actually. But um, let's get into it. Let's really flesh out the beginning of this movie is hilarious i loved like it's sad but also like it's a clever it's clever sequencing it's also like super cringy and there are a lot of i'm gonna say the word montage a lot because this movie loves a montage but i i I also love a montage like i know i recently watched 27 dresses i can't tell you why like i was like struck in my core by the need to watch this movie which is a, also like super fat phobic, raises some issues of consent, like kind of a creepy movie. Oh yeah. Uh, but creepy. God, that movie also like montage after montage, and I my eyes glued to the screen, baby. Like I was, I loved every second of it. I won't lie. I won't lie. I love. I mean, yeah, obviously, I love horror movies, but I love. You're a rom com queen too. Stupid. I fucking love rom-com. Like, I will watch basically any. I told you, what was the one I just watched? I'm like, this movie is fucking horrible. But I've seen it before and I'll see it again. I can't remember, but... I don't remember either. uh, 27 Dresses falls into that, like, in the 2000s, they were trying to convince us that hot white women were actually ugly. Like, oh, Catherine Heigl, she's She's ugly. You can't get a man. Yeah. Yep, she's disgusting. This ain't working. Wait, I'm going through but, our text uh, to try to find what movie you recently watched. So start reading the plot. Which rom? I don't know. I wa- I'll watch any romantic comedy. I just watched The Devil's The Devil Wears Prada again, and I was like, this movie is bad. Like, has like really bad messaging, but it's so fun. So I wow. have a very specific reason that I won't watch that movie, which is that when I was in high school. I was driving my mom's Volvo to go pick up the VHS copy of The Devil Wears Prada at the video store. <laughs> and I already love this. I thing. got into a car accident that was actually like extremely traumatic. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so I will not, I can't like even think about that movie without thinking about crashing my mom's Volvo. It's um, Adrian Guarini's fault that you got into a car accident. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of funny. It's it's a good movie. I like it. Plus, it's got the Tooch in it, so can't go wrong. You there. know, I love the Tooch. I um, stand the Tooch. I was trying to think of something that rhymed with Tooch. You're gonna smooch. I'm gonna smooch the Tooch. Oh, maybe Dang. we were talking about. I don't know. At some point, we were talking about Ethan Hawke, like just shitting on Ethan Hawke. Oh yeah, Reality Bites is it quite a romantic comedy? But is it? I don't know. No, it's It's like a romantic drama. It's more like a really questionable yuck fest fest about like (laughs) what kind of men are sexy and like desirable in your life. So yeah. That's not great. I don't like any movie that makes me want to root for Ben Stiller, you know? like I No, don't I don't want to root for Ben Stiller. Don't make me do that. No. It's bad. No, thank you. Oh, you were rewatching Mad Men, and you wanted to write a dissertation. Uh, I could write a dissertation on Mad Men. Burr, I, like, burr, burr. But 
I could I love that show. I could dissect every second of it. I it's honestly so good. you could write a dissertation just on the episode where the guy's foot gets run over by the mowing, the lawnmower oh in the office. I walks into an ad agency. Oh I think God. about and that I, all I the time. <laughs> it's just like every yeah, every episode is like even the bad ones are like still pretty good. I'm like, this is still like better than most movies. Um any, but anyway, I don't know. Let's get into this movie that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay, how many so, minutes in? We're a casual 12 minutes in. Let's get going. We haven't done this in a while. <laughs> we're, we're we also haven't talked in a while, so. That's true, too. That's why you um, come here, right? To listen to us jibber-jabber. <laughs> okay, so we open on a montage of David, a struggling musician, fighting with his realtor, realtor girlfriend. Um, their fights are, like, kind of funny and, like, Caesar and I fight like that where no one's listening to the other person and then eventually we both just stop talking but it's good that's okay it's like a realistic couple fight yeah it was like like, I was like yeah I could see myself like totally screaming at Adam at a restaurant because just like something hit wrong and I'm like god damn it (laughs) when she throws the thing at him in the grocery store (laughs) yeah um and it culminates at her birthday dinner because he forgot to get her a present and only remembered it was her birthday because of Facebook. Um, he leaves their apartment to stay with his sister, Tess, and her five-year-old son, the aforementioned adorable Felix. Perfect baby boy, yes. Um, when Felix gets home from school, uh, he wants to watch his favorite show, Teddy McGiggles, starring Joshua Gad as Teddy. Teddy. With a um, sidekick named Frogsy, who I Frogsy. I really enjoyed Frogsy. I like that he's just a guy wearing black with a frog puppet on his hand. Like That's the it. smallest hand puppet. It's not. It's like a sock puppet. There's not much to it. It's not like controlled by. No, it's like and... a sock. Yeah. Um, David lets Felix play his VR zombie shooting game. Um, and Tess comes home and is like, "You can't do that shit." Uh, at dinner. We learn that Felix is allergic to fish, dairy, eggs, sesame nuts, and gluten. Um, David dismisses these health concerns and is all moody because of his breakup. Tess teases him and calls him Boo Boo, a nickname she gave him when they were children. Uh, David says he and Sarah fought all the time because she wanted kids and he doesn't. And Tess says that he won't end up like their dad who left when they were kids. Uh, Also, Felix is really into tractors. He's got a pet a friend tractor that eats dinner with him. It's kind of cute. After Tess reads Felix asleep, David wakes him up um, and takes him to his old apartment dressed as Darth Vader so that he can, Felix can help him. The scene killed me. Yeah. Uh, Felix opens the door and it's uh, Sarah having sex with Rory from work on a chair. Uh, David freaks out and says that, uh, he she fucked up and then she says he he'll never come through even with this he never says what he's going like never does what he, he said he says he's going to um it seems she's been doing some self work and is really like coming out of this breakup um the better person she's attracted to Rory because he's in touch with his feelings uh David takes a swing at him but Rory takes him down and like pushes him on the floor and won't let him up until he <laughs> agrees to stop fighting it's so funny. Uh, he's got like his sweaty penis on him um dave takes his bong and felix and leaves when they get home tess is pissed that her five-year-old was out in the middle of the night um 
but Dave says he has a great time and then Felix is doing like his little Darth Vader voice and he's like I'm your father he's so so cute cute. um she wants to kick Dave out but Felix pleads his case and she lets him stay uh the next morning David takes Felix to school a couple of boys make fun of Felix for having a special lunch and one of the boys is Mickey who has spina bifida and uses a walker uh the other, one of the other boys is like, I don't know, five pounds heavier than the other kids. So Dave makes a fat joke and says the R word and it's bad, all around bad. Um, and Felix has a little girlfriend named Beth, who's also very cute. So cute. That was, I liked that because like, yes, he, there are some people that are bullying him in his class, but it's not this narrative of like Felix is bullied. He's like, Yeah, I've got a girlfriend, and like they can say whatever they want to. I don't care. I'm Felix, and he's very yeah. like comfortable, and I love that. Yeah, he seems very self assured, and like Tess is doing a great job raising him yeah. by herself. Tess is a good um, mom. When they get to the classroom, David ogles miss caroline slash audrey played by the queen of us all lupita Nyong'o. yeah no um, we are not worthy she, he uh she's his kindergarten teacher he tries to flirt with her and claims that felix's mom is having a mental breakdown because felix was up playing video games all night and is like falling asleep at his desk and then he hits max with the door like, <laughs> he's like a, uh, he's a horrible man i know <laughs> Um, after school, Dave is late for pickup and Audrey says that Felix had a hard day. She asks him, asks David to call her Audrey for the second time, but he ignores her. Um, he tells her about his stadium rock slash death metal band, God's Sledgehammer. And then when she says she's a Christian, he lies and says it's a Christian band. (laughs) (laughs) He's like so hateable in the beginning of this movie. And I mean, I do wish it wasn't. Like, there was no reason that the fat kid had to be the one bullying sweet, sweet Felix, of course. Right. But I do, like, love that a kid got hit in the face with a doorknob. Because it wasn't (laughs) like he was really hurt. It was just, like, goofy. It was funny. I liked it. (laughs) It's like, yeah, Max is, like, putting his backpack away behind the door. And then comes up and, like, smushes him against the wall with the door. That's so funny. Um, So mean. And then... um, Charlotte, best mom, comes up and she says she can't chaperone their upcoming field trip because her older child is sick. And so David jumps in and volunteers. At dinner, uh, Tess shows David how to use an EpiPen, blue in the sky, orange in the thigh. And she's suspicious as to why Dave would do something so selfless, like volunteer to chaperone a kid's field trip, and speculates that he might be interested in Miss Caroline and that every dad has uh, made a pass at her. He denies this, but then masturbates to a picture of her in the class photo. That was, um, I didn't love that. Unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't need And to then, see like, that. you see that it's the kid's class picture, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if we it's needed yucky. to do that. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, the next day, the bus has broken down, and Audrey is singing Shake It Off with a ukulele, and the kids are, like, feral. They're going crazy for it. Um, They're so cute. (laughs) I also love that song. Everyone loves that song. And I think, like, Max, the, like, the fat kid, 
is also so cute with his little curls he's like always like screaming like I think he's like screaming yeah um and then Audrey invites the quote professional singer David to sing a song for the children uh he plays a ballad like very badly about his dad leaving um it's not a it doesn't I slap. thought it was a lot it had the same energy as um that episode of Bob's Burgers where they the health inspector is also like a rock in a rock band <laughs> remember that one <laughs> and he like blackmails them into playing it was really funny um yeah one of the lines is and now you're empty inside like an empty room <laughs> that's full of <laughs> demons and monsters oh, it's great uh, it was pretty funny <laughs> uh luckily the bus is working again and they're off the bus passes a U.S. Army testing facility that is only five meters from their destination, Pleasant Valley Farm. It's like, seems like poor city planning, but I don't know. Inside the facility, two military personnel discuss scary, the scare animals in Australia, but come upon a test subject that has gotten free and is chomping down on a scientist. Nom, nom. They- I love the not subtle at all. Um, just like absolute derision for the u.s military <laughs> it's so know, funny it's yeah. like you're right they're fucking idiots i mean, do I, I don't want to spoil the line but i'm sure like you know the line later that the general says when they're coming oh, it's yeah. so funny okay. i was dying yeah no spoilies um, though so the two military personnel shoot the zombie momentarily take it down when they radio in it turns out there's a breach in another sector one of them takes their little car and drives to go get help and then uh the one that's left gets chomped on by the previously thought to be dead scientist because they're zombies nom 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 nom. An Asian family stops by to get directions. Um, is what immediately the othered. Fuck this is was this? So so unbelievably unnecessary. It's so um, racist. Like it's so overtly racist. And overtly this, racist. This was 2019. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like so yeah, they're wearing like visors. Like you often see Asian tourists wearing like visors. And in movies, and um, they can't, they don't speak English, so they're like struggling to communicate. And um, and the military guy's like, "This isn't a petting zoo, like you fucking idiot!" Like, okay, they're just trying to stop at a U.S. military facility. They thought they could get help. Like, I don't like what's the fucking pro? Like, yeah, they're just asking for like directions. It was so weird. Like, I did not like it at all. Yeah. Uh, but as they drive off, the military uh, facility is in full breach. The class arrives at the farm, and Teddy McGiggles, the children entertainer, is there. Like, 911, get him away from me. <laughs> he's also, like, yeah, sinister. I don't know. Like, he would never use this theory. No, I, um, like, what kid would like that? He's terrifying. Right? Um, like, I don't, is that relatable for, or, like, what are kids like? I don't know. Uh, they're like, I remember when the Wiggles, I don't know what they like now. Now it's like, I don't know, like Peppa but, Pig and stuff. Yeah, I don't Pe- know. everybody likes Peppa Pig. But they, the Wiggles just wore like, yeah, it does kind of have Wiggles energy. It's got Teletubby Wiggles vibes. Yeah. 
Can you believe the Teletubbies happened, like, in the 90s and early 2000s? That was, like, when I was a kid. Yeah, Teletubbies were, like, I was their target audience. The baby son thing was always scary. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was, like, Sesame Street. Okay, because I'm, like, old older than you but i also watched sesame street i love snuffleupagus okay adam's childhood stuffed animal was snuffleupagus so cute the best snuffy woolly mammoth in the whole world um what else did i watch fraggle rock it was big the muppets we had a lot of muppets a lot of puppets wasn't there like the elephant show was that ring a bell oh you remember molly and the uh, great the great big couch or the big giant yeah couch? the big giant who's a clown the yeah. elephant show yeah remember the elephant, elephant show? show i've never heard of that oh before. man it's from 1984 i'm elderly <laughs> 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 you know skin and dink skin and marinky do i mean i think i've heard that you. song before but i don't feel great Lois and Bram. Oh my god, I forgot about Sharon Lois and Bram. I'm going down memory lane. Stop me. I'm uh, very out of control. Did you watch Zoom? Zoom was a big thing. Send it to Zoom. Yeah, and it, it's got the Alston zip code, which is so funny. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait, I'm putting a oh, picture. Two, one. Oh, two, one, three, four. Yeah. I'm putting a, a picture of Sharon Lois and Bram in our. Um, what is that? I don't know what that is. Okay, I, I let me just let's see if this like tickles any part of your brain <laughs> before you reveal. Before anything. before you start hating, Sharon Lois, Sharon Lois and Bram. Oh my god, they just like it was them and a big guy in an elephant costume. You don't remember this at all? No. Oh, and a guy in an elephant costume. Look at no. the picture and tell me I'm not losing my mind. This is little Jessica in the well all over again. Sharon, Lois, and Bram existed. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> yes, it really happened. Canadian preschool television show from oh 1984. Oh my god. No way. <laughs> it ended in 1989. This guy is <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm like, I'm never. I'm sort of losing it. This really happened, okay? Never in my life. It's the uh, elephant I show. I mean, it looks cute. It was cute. It was the just... elephant show. No. Oh, and the elephant's name was just Elephant. Oh yeah, Elephant couldn't speak English, but he was voiced by a tuba. But Sharon Lois and Bram could understand all the tuba sounds he made his language. <laughs> so me. Oh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't hate on Teddy the Giggle too much. <laughs> yeah, you probably would watch Teddy the Giggle. Uh, oh, boy. I'm just going to start making I'm going to find, I'll send noises. you some good, good YouTube clips. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so Teddy McGiggles, the elephant entertainer, um, is Ooh, there. I'm like kind of falling apart. <laughs> so he's engaging the crowd um, and calls Audrey forward and then grossly sort of hits on her and David is super jealous um, they all do like a ridiculous McGiggle dance which is just like they like pull their arms up I like it bounce up and down it's, it's like cute. weird it's like um, 
we get a song over of Teddy and Frogsy singing, and then we see a montage of the class having a good time at the farm, learning about animals, like koalas and milking a cow. And then David whips himself in the neck um, during a demonstration. Oh my God, it's so funny. Really and then funny. The, <laughs> there's like a guy dressed in a koala costume like walking around and he's like rock on you idiot like in the <laughs> so funny um the oh the animals are here my animals are here oh frankie's seven and a half on the bed too um so the zombies are escaping out the out of the gate of the facility and are heading for the farm the asian family is playing mini golf and they see a zombie approaching the dad goes to take a picture with the zombie. So racist. So, um, so and then racist. gets chomped while he's doing that. Also, I uh-huh. mean, I probably would have done that too. Quick, quick. I mean, yeah. If you don't know. It was also just like, I can't, I don't, it just seems like, it's like a caricature. Yeah. Did you just take a picture of something? Oh, um, yeah. I just took a screenshot of the elephant show for my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to prove that I'm not alone. <laughs> I just heard the squeak. Yeah. Um, Mine's so, thankfully asleep right now. Uh, after lunch, it's time for the tractor ride. Their um, so driver. Kimby has a little heads up. She's like, there should be sheep around, but there are none. And the and second she, sees, she said, they're, sh- they're not, where are the sheep? You're like, oh no. Oh no, no, why. no. <laughs> um, she gets out and stops the tractor and gets out when she sees like a man crouching. Um, it's a zombie. Hey, mate, sheep, what are you doing everyone? to my sheep? <laughs> like, um, you can see what he's like, doing from so far away. I mean, it's just like, yeah, he could be like tending to it medically. He's just like, you can see his back. Um, so Max is like making fun of Felix. And then David says some inappropriate things to him about like having sex with his mom. And then Audrey pulls him out of the tractor and gives him a lecture on how to speak to five-year-olds. When Kimby starts cursing over her headset, Audrey's like, I've had enough of these imbeciles and like tries to go over and stop her and realizes that it's a zombie attack. Um, She manages to impale the army zombie who was chomping on the sheep up against a tree and then puts a little, like, straw hat on his head um, like he's a scarecrow. She's a a really good teacher. She's a great teacher. Um, And then she, David, she sends David to start the tractor and Felix helps because he loves tractors. How do you know so much about tractors, May? It's like, I love tractors. I literally told you that yesterday. Duh. You don't remember my tractor that was at the dinner table with us? Yeah. Um, he, so he finally gets it going and Andrew distracts the children with music. But when they get back to the main area, there are zombies everywhere. Audrey says it's all a game of tag and the funny looking people are it. So they have to avoid them. They take a conga line to the bus. So cute David again. So cute. Conga. And he's like, Conga. Like, so, like, what? Um, Mikey, Mickey, like, David is carrying Mickey and fends off the zombies with his walker. But when they get to the bus, the driver is being eaten alive. 
Instead, they head to the gift shop, but Teddy has locked himself inside and refuses to let them in. Audrey and the kids go through a hole that leads to like a kid's like, why area. Is that like, hole there? What a convenient yeah. hole. Like, They're yeah. like wiggle uh, time. David climbs to the roof and crashes down through the ceiling. He and Teddy <laughs> have a hilarious fight. Um, so funny. <laughs> They, like, are breaking dishes over each other's head. Uh, David grabs Teddy's balls so hard, he vomits. Uh, Teddy calls... He vomits, like, five times in this movie. Inexplicably. He's, like, really prone to vomit. Um, Teddy keeps calling uh, David, like, fat, but also kind of hitting on him. He calls him his chubby little... Chubby pretty princess, and then says he has boy titties. It's so weird. weird. And then... Because Josh Gad uh, is fat, like, so I don't, like, yeah, really I've funny. always hated that dynamic where it's, like, I feel like it's meant to be set up as the fat person deflecting their insecurities by calling someone else fat, and it just is, like, nonsensical and unproductive. Like, he could have, right. he could have just, you know, sexualized him without the chubby, like, titties right. part. <laughs> Fine with me. <laughs> And then I'm wondering, like, is it a comment on, like, it, like, because Josh Gad is, like, sort of feminine? Is it, like, a comment on that? I'm, like, confused. I don't know. I feel but like... then later, he's, like, talking about fucking moms. I don't know. Josh Gad is just, like, to me, he seems like a genderless, like, imp. It's like you know what he's like? In, like? You know the painting with the woman sleeping, and there's, like, the... I think it's a Goya painting, and it's, like, the demon sitting on her back the like sleep paralysis demon that's josh gad (laughs) (laughs) so sleep paralysis demon asexual icon josh um so uh so yeah he's like weirdly grossly i don't know like making passes at him but not like in a mean way just say it if you want to like make out just ask it nice and uh, David eventually staples his face and then breaks his guitar over his head. Uh, and then he lets the kids in. When they're all inside, Audrey reasserts that it's all a game, but Teddy is determined to be a shithead and threatens him with, and then she like tells the children that Teddy just needs to cuddle. And then she takes the broken bunny <laughs> statue and then threatens him until he agrees to shut the fuck up. Why did I write that um, it was a conch shell? Like where I thought it was like a broken bunny. I could like you know. I have like, no like, idea. <laughs> um, David hands out chips, but forgets about Felix's allergies, and he starts to have uh, to go into anaphylaxis. He pulls out his EpiPen, but puts it in wrong. Um, and the only spare is in Felix's backpack, which is back on the tractor. David stays with Felix and Audrey goes out to get it. Um, she fucks up a bunch of zombies. Is like true truly badass i um, swear to god Dave she's Beth, like so strong i'm sorry i just put something in the trash uh, if you didn't hear that <laughs> um like her arms are so toned like oh my god yeah. you know she, i know we you said you don't like her wardrobe choices but i like you convinced me it. like you you brought me around yeah okay yeah, she's like in this like bright yellow sunny dress and this like covered in blood and was like fucking up zombies like way better than either one of the men do it's great um and then so while she's out there battling zombies dave and beth sing shake it off to distract felix 
and she gets back in time and she tells all the kids she's covered in strawberry jam and Felix don't um, taste it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when he hears the helicopter Teddy runs up to the roof to flag it down but falls off David goes up to rescue him and Teddy admits that he fucked a bunch of moms while on tour and that his real name is Nathan (laughs) and he shit his pants (laughs) and then he shit his pants Um, (laughs) that really made me giggle McGiggle and he's Nick like, Giggle. he was like, what's that smell? He's like, it's me. I shit my pants. I was going to blame it on you. <laughs> um, the army has set up a perimeter and seeing all the zombies congregating around the gift shop, they plan to drop a bomb there. Audrey sings the children to sleep and the parents have showed up outside um, to find their children, but the army won't let them through. Beth is frightened, so Felix and David sing her a rhyme that Tess made up. And they have a cute little exchange. So cute. It was like a very long rhyme, to be honest, like to the point where I was like, I have lost the plot, but it's still very cute. (laughs) Um, And then Audrey watches all this and looks on smiling. It's like, actually, Dave is kind of hot. They like really, I don't know how they do it, but they definitely make him, I deleted something. I'm so sorry. (laughs) They definitely. I heard that one make him like hotter as the movie goes on like it's kind of incredible right i mean i think they just comb his hair differently and he like isn't as like he's not like burrowing his brows like saying telling children to fuck off and stuff like he's like just like is smiling yeah singing and yeah his hair is all crazy and he pulls his pants up so they're not like hanging off his butt anymore um, um, I actually be crazy. like hated it so much too. Yeah. Um, I like don't know why anyone would ever think that. Like, like you can feel the air hitting your crack, right? Like through or, your like, like very your thin boxers, very teeny boxers. Exactly. Yeah. And um, then whoop, there's your butthole. Like why? Yeah. Like your fucking pants up. Seriously. I don't know. I don't know. Um. So. Teddy is drinking anything he can find with alcohol in it. And then uh, David and Audrey (laughs) sit down to chat. He calls her a superhero and he tells her about his recent breakup, but admits that it was his fault. He has unresolved daddy issues and says Tess raised him um, because his dad left and his mom went to a psych ward and wishes that he thanked Tess um, for everything that she did for him. Audrey quotes Neil Diamond and then tells him about her troubled youth following Hanson around I died. And, and eventually <laughs> breaking into their hotel room. Taylor Hanson's hotel room. He was the cutest one. It's true. Uh, I don't remember which Hans- Hanson I think he's the small one. There's Isaac. She said she was 18, though. That's creepy. No. Okay, Taylor Hanson's the middle uh, one. No. He's the middle one. The middle one. Okay, um, nice. The other ones are Zach is the little one, and then Isaac is the the older one who's the ugly one sorry Isaac Hansen <laughs> he looks like a Baldwin brother but like he looks like a reject Baldwin brother <laughs> even more than the already rejected even, like, yeah even brother. more than like Stephen Baldwin <laughs> like Billy Baldwin yeah <laughs> I was just watching the mole which is like a reality competition show from like the early 2000s that uh was at some that sounds vaguely familiar by- it at first started, it was hosted by, um, oh my god, 
his name just fell right on my head i'm picturing is it a baldwin i mean no well stephen baldwin was on it but that's like hold on later oh my god why can't i think of his name no don't tell me i'm gonna gonna look it up and i'll give you a hint he has white hair and he was the reporter and now he is still kind of a reporter but he did them all and he has white hair and he is like more a reporter now than i think he was then he's also then he was he's also andy cohen's best friend yeah and his like mom was something to do with the kennedys why can't i think of his name Uh, my mom loves him so much and i love them all and i it's seriously like right on the tip of my tongue we have to move on but it's anderson cooper it's gonna upset me (laughs) 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 oh my god are you okay anderson cooper oh my god okay i'm sick and i can never think of the names and stuff life is hard anyway he hosted the mall and the celebrity on the celebrity bowl, Stephen Baldwin was there and it was kind of funny. That's and, hilarious. Anyway. I feel like there And Kathy Griffin. Oh my god. I feel like there's always like on like the surreal life and stuff, there's always like the equivalent of a Baldwin brother. The surreal life was like my passion. Do you remember this there was a season where I know that this is off topic, but there was a season Bridget Nielsen and There was Nielsen. that season, but there was also um there was Steve, one of the Brady, the Peter Brady actor, remember? Oh, yeah. And, and then, then it was of one of the American Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got their own spinoff. It was so psychotic. I feel oh like if you're like under 30 and you're listening to us right now, it's like you don't understand what 2004 was like. Okay. Like things were off the rails. <laughs> things were crazy. Like that was literally, I mean, I know reality TV is like, you know, it's never going away. It's like a staple now, but that was like golden era. It was like television. we had the Anna Nicole Smith show, the Osbournes, the surreal life, fucking flavor of love, like all these crazy shows. Bro, Anna, never... the Anna Nicole Smith show is so good. Like, oh my god, I love. She's a, she was an icon. I love Anna Nicole. Like honestly, I love it yeah, I love it. They like she got her life was so. I know. And the I Christmas, her. watching her at Christmas was like, ugh, I know. This poor woman needs help. She like just yeah. wanted to like be a good mom, but um, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like in the early two thousands, we were just like Survivor was like the blueprint, and then they were like, what else can we do that is so the real world, like unhinged, and just like put people through just like the absolute craziest <laughs> things. And they did it. And I still think about all those things today. Like, and then there was like all of the MTV stuff. It was like, made, um, made Tequila, was, Tequila got her own show. And then there was like Next and Made. And like, that was before um, we knew Room Raiders. Room Raiders was and, so unhinged. Oh that was before we knew Tequila, Tequila was a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> our bad. <laughs> oh God. Whoops. Room Raiders, like, was my nightmare. Like, I cannot imagine. Um, I'm like a messy person too, so like the idea of like, and they would come into my room. They would remember they would pull roast. them. They would pull them out of their houses. I don't know if this was real or not, but people would be like in their pajamas, no shoes. <laughs> they would get like yanked out of their house, not having any time to prep, and thrown in a van to watch a stranger go through like their underwear drawer. Like it was psycho. <laughs> 
next to other strangers and then these people were supposed it was like a dating show wasn't it yeah like, was the premise of them were like supposed to be dating and remember? then they would get roasted for all the shit in their room remember date my mom oh my god <laughs> Oh my god, that's wild. We need to like, maybe we should do cares. like I don't know. Probably everyone listening because I know like we're kind of old, so I feel like everyone listening is probably like, what the fuck? Like that is what? not an experience what I had. Yeah. yeah, I don't care about MTV reality. <laughs> in the 2000s, I just sent, you I should. just sent you a present. Thank you. Is it roommate? <laughs> no, it's is someone coming to raid my room. It's worse. Um, <laughs> Okay, that was great. Thank you. you. Have to put that on the Instagram. I love it. Okay, okay. Um, Let's talk about what we're here. Okay. How did we even get? How did we get here? I don't really like remember. We were talking about Hanson, and then oh, it just spiraled out of control. I swear to God, the '90s were so weird. Yeah, I mean, right now it's weird too, but like, I just feel like, yeah, a lot of things went unchecked. Also, Hanson, they were like evangelical, like weirdos too. I was never a big Hanson. I think it was a little too early for me. I mean, I was like, like, I don't know any other Hanson songs. That was it. They weren't, you know, in sync or the Backstreet Boys, but no, um, indeed. Okay, so yeah. But they're... what do you think about that? That's like 20-year-old men like making songs like targeted at 11-year-old girls. It's yeah, weird. and they're like, we're teenagers. And I'm like, you're 40. Like, Kevin was Joey like 40. Joey was like 25. <laughs> <laughs> at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I that was a so... weird, like... Also, I want to meet the, like, cokehead that was like, listen... We'll find five guys. Two of them will be attractive. The rest of them, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and as long as they have a goatee, we're fine. We're fine. We're yeah. in business. We'll put them in like chrome outfits, uh, like marionette strings. <laughs> a wind machine. have a huge wind machine. Oh my god! It has you to be raining. Can't lose. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So. Audrey and David are talking. They're falling in love. Um, she, yeah, broke into Hanson's hotel room and then found teaching. <laughs> jumped out the window. Jumped out the window. She admits that uh, her fiance and her broke up because he cheated on her, but she still wears the engagement ring. So dads and gross men won't hit on her. And she gives him a little face. Um, he offers to stay up and keep watch because she needs to sleep more than anyone. And he's a good guy now. Full good guy mode. Uh, the army is planning Operation Hailstorm on the gift shop. David has a plan to get to the tractor while Teddy causes the distraction. But Teddy thinks he has a better idea. Um, and it would be the giggle mobile because it has a flap for frogs. Wait, it has what? A frogsy flap. Not a flap for (laughs) frogsy. I'm sorry. Frogsy flap TM. Um, and he just ha- so happens to have the keys. So it'll be David to make the distraction while Teddy goes to the. Can mobile. you believe they didn't take the keys from him? I mean, guys, come on. When she slapped him, I thought she was going to slap him and take the keys. Yeah. Um, which would have been a better idea. 
before they all before they leave all the kids are getting restless and hungry etc so david sings uh sweet caroline as miss caroline on the ukulele and it is so cute this was when i was like i was like i'm there i was like so unfulfilled because you have to go so good so good so good yeah but they're little kids but, but like the faces they were making each other it was, was like it was adorbs yeah um outside on the roof david bangs buckets while teddy hits uh kid zombies with swings and talks about fucking their mom um and then bites a, a kid zombie on the nose and then throws up um that's a stupid like, how do you like it Oh, the, um, I have to say, like, the I fucked your mom. I fucked your mom. <laughs> like, really did make me giggle. I can't lie. You were McGiggling. Um, I was McGiggling this whole movie, for sure. Yeah. Uh, David has gotten into trouble and is being attacked by a zombie, uh, but they both managed to get to the McGiggle mobile. But Teddy locks Dave out. Surprise, surprise. But oh no, Frogs, he's still in there. And he attacks teddy and rips out his guts and then rips flesh off of his face uh david gets to the roof and is trapped but he finally has cell reception and is able to talk to tess and thank her and tell her all the things that he never said before so sad i cried here yeah, i did I too yeah uh inside the shop max starts screaming and felix has escaped felix is running through the zombies dressed as darth vader wielding a golf club as a lightsaber adorable he meets a lamb. Uh, and yeah, he goes to pet the lamb and like closes the door so it's safe. Um, he gets to the tractor, saves David, and they drive into the side of the gift shop, saving everybody. They drive down the road towards the army where Tess told David they would be. Um, and then Max is hitting zombies on the head and hands when they get too close with the golf club. Audrey sings the kids' songs to distract them, and the zombies seem to be responding to the music, which is also very funny. When they're like, quack, quack, like all the zombies saying quack, quack. It's hilarious. Oh my god, I was dying. And it was like, so American, of course, when they finally reached the military, and he's like, sing them a song! And they were like, no, open fire. (laughs) Um, So she starts playing If You're Happy and You Know It, and all the zombies start clapping and hooraying in the right spot. Um, the zombie has set up and like at the edge of the road and is aiming their guns at the tractor and plans to shoot them when they think it's only adults, alive adults on the um, tractor. But when the general hears uh, David shout that they've got kids, he refuses to shoot kids again. Um, <laughs> I can't shoot them... kids again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they let the tractor through. David calls out to them not to shoot the zombies and just play music. They're harmless if they're if you play music. Uh, but they're shot anyway uh, because they don't care. Because it's America. The kids start screaming but are all safe uh, just as Project Hailstorm goes off. Audrey and David kiss before everyone is forcefully loaded into a van. Uh, at the facility, all the parents are waiting and the general tells them that all of their children are safe and accounted for and he's not really sure how, but... Um, Audrey and David manage to keep them safe, but they have to be quarantined for 48 hours. He leads the parents to the quarantined room. It's like a plastic, big plastic tent room where Audrey, David, and all the kids are singing Shake It Off. Uh, I also cried right here. I did too. Yeah, I was, Tess was a good actor. I was like, oh! 
I loved it. Yeah, it was so cute. It's on Hulu. Um, so if you do have Hulu, it's free to watch, and I recommend giving it a go. Um, yeah, like we were talking about before, I feel like the world doesn't need like this genre of movie where it's like deadbeat white guy failed musician has like a redemption arc because he realizes what's important in his life but I'll make an exception for this movie because it was really cute it was very cute yeah it's like excuse me wow sorry uh it definitely has its Uh, hold on I'll do one to make you feel better (sighs) thank you um it's like so racist I I, Uh, it can't be excused it has a lot of like anti-Asian yeah why does this why does a foresight fucking hate Asian people like also funny like I I, it wasn't funny if you have anti-Asian bias you fucking suck but if you do and you have the opportunity to make a film can you just keep it to yourself and like not project that out like what what was the decision making like it wasn't and also like there is an Asian child in the class and do you know what her name is Kim. Kim like come on bro like what is that do better I don't and yeah I just like I don't know if they were like oh wouldn't it be funny if we had Asian tourists take a picture of the zombie and then get attacked like it could have been literally anyone doing that but you know like it would either be that or like fat American tourists with like you know outfits that if then people were wearing that would be like trendy it's just like so one note you know yeah yeah but it's yeah it's like I I there was no it wasn't like and then we see that like Asian daughter we see her like in her pink visor like running around and then she gets attacked by the zombies like I thought really for a second I was like okay it's gonna redeem itself by like yeah like she'll be a part of this girl plot yeah yeah and it was just like a plot. It wasn't even a plot point. It was just like it didn't even move the plot forward. It did nothing. It was just like just, they should. They wanted like her to scenes. die. Yeah. Also, like message to Abe Forsyth, writer and director: casting a black woman as your lead doesn't like negate other bias and racism that you project in your movie. Like, what the hell? Right. Like, and you're lucky. It was so obvious because... that I was like, huh. Like, I, like, like jaw dropped. It was so bad. Because it's, like, a pretty intelligent movie in most other places. It's just sort of, like, and that wasn't, it wasn't tongue-in-cheek. Like, it was, it was just racist. It was bad. Yeah. And it's not, like, we don't see any other people interacting, really. Like, we don't see any other people on the farm except for people related to Teddy or Audrey and David like no other groups of zombies get screen time really except for this Asian family and the only reason we're doing that is to make racist jokes yeah that's the only and then point they serve yeah there's like a little bit of ableism too oh definitely yeah. like the there is a kid that like laughs at David when he whips himself in the neck right but and oh my I, god yeah he had, I, don't I think he has that. down syndrome and they like kind of make him out to be this like meathead jock guy and i'm like confused about the intentionality because you can just have a person in a movie as an extra that has down syndrome that's perfectly fine right. and 
normal. You don't have to like. But like driving, driving the point home that it's like a meat-headed jock was really or it weird. was also weird that he like so that zombie um is yeah wearing like a basketball jersey. I think it like looks like like a Lakers jersey, and then he takes um Audrey's fanny pack and then is just holding it out in front of him like the entire time that we see him and then at the end she like takes it back from him and then we see very pointedly a sh- him that zombie getting shot in the head from two different angles he gets shot in the head from the side and then we see it come out the back right. it just seems really weird can you not hear me no i can hear you oh I'm making a concerned face yeah, I think my mic might have been picking you up this whole time, but that's okay. We must proceed. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine! Yeah, so it was weird ableism, most definitely. Uh, and then there was also ableism in, like, Mickey, the kid who has spina bifida, being, like, making fun of... Um, Felix and David's like, is that ironic? Is that R word kid being ironic? Like, oh yeah, why did they use the R slur? That was so unnecessary and awful. Yeah, I I don't understand. Abe, you have some questions. Yeah, Abe, okay. you owe us an explanation. Um, yeah, like I feel like the point Mickey having spina bifida wasn't like really a thing. It was just like, oh yeah, whatever. He's like disabled and he's fine like it's but then like there were points where it was like approaching disabled people whatever like people with that like look different with different bodies like in bigger bodies and smaller bodies with just like nonchalance and like acceptance and then there were times where it was like this little zap of like fat phobia or ableism that was like what like why'd you do that (laughs) like i don't who asked for that Ooh, is it Caesar? Hold on, no. Somebody fucking random person called me. Hold on. Okay, it's not my recording, but I just started it again. Welcome back. I'm sorry. It's okay. I thought I had it on do not disturb, but I didn't. Oh, I hate that when um, shit comes through to my computer and I'm like, I don't even yeah. I don't even remember asking you to be here. Like, who invited you? Yeah, I don't need you. Um but yeah, if they had just had the kid using the walker and not made that weird comment in the beginning about him bullying Felix, it would have been fine. Like, I don't need an explanation. Yeah, I don't care. Right. Like, I don't need. And I thought it was like, it like made a point, like later when David is carrying him, it didn't like make it like, oh, this is a burden. You know, this kid is just like, he's like, oh yeah, I get that one. You know, like it wasn't, it didn't seem, so it like almost did it, but at first it had to like, give you a joke about it first yeah and it wasn't a good joke and I feel like even in a an arc where somebody is like going through this redemptive like transformation I feel like him using the r slur is like enough to discount him (laughs) like fuck you (laughs) I hate that I just hate that word like why why would you use it like I don't understand yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I like, I, yeah, I think he did a lot of terrible things in the beginning. And that was one of them was like, it, yeah, made me hard, made it hard to root for him later. Yeah. I was like, I, I remember what you did, you dirtbag. 
I don't know. But also Audrey like made him think more about his language and like what he uses. So hopefully he won't ever say that word again, right? Are yes. you okay? Yeah, sorry. My glasses <laughs> as usual. Yes, Audrey, I feel like, yeah, on the point of Audrey, it's like a perfect, I texted you this, but it's like a perfect metaphor for just like women being forced to do emotional labor for like the children and not necessarily children, but for like the incompetent men around them in their world. Like she is the one that's in control, like the calming force, like she's, I know you were down for the costuming and I understand that it's like kindergarten teacher costuming, but it also is like fifties housewife, like maternal presence costuming where she's like very prim. She's constantly wearing like a line dresses and full skirts. Like she's extremely put together. She's always collected. She has like, she's not really like given room to experience her own feelings and like fear about the situation that they're in because she is like the emotional backbone for the kids and for Dave because Dave is right. like a man baby. I just do appreciate that like yeah, the main I wish that we followed her story in the beginning as much as I think David's story is funny. Like I wish can we see like a glimpse of like Audrey's beginnings or like Audrey's home life or like how she feels about the situation or like her situation with Ian or anything. Like I wish that we got more about her because like she, yeah, she has to carry the story, but because we came in with Dave, we came into this narrative with Dave. He's our protagonist, unfortunately. And I, but I do like, I appreciate the costuming of like, she's feminine and like a feminine black woman who is also has, is, is strong and has agency and has control. Yeah. And I think that like, that's a good point that I didn't kind of consider as like, black women sort of being like femininity being like gatekept for them and like this sort of perception that like black women and like their strength their physical and emotional strength is equated with like masculinity and hardness so there isn't space for that softness in their experience and like to be feminine but also be like you know have agency so I feel like yeah like my relationship to femininity is like definitely different than a black woman's would be. So I didn't consider that point of view. Right. So that's what, that's why I appreciate the costuming is. Yeah. yeah, You changed my mind. Thank you. I try. Um, And I think like that Dave's, even Dave's like t-shirt and boxers and pants around his ankles is like, that's also like him being a bumbling idiot, and then he changes into like yeah his, his little button down because his t shirt is shredded safari button down or whatever. And he like, looks it's so just, cute. Like, funny. Yeah, he is sort of a cutie. Okay, do you want to hear the reason that I my mic was picking up your audio? Because I'm so yeah. elderly and deaf that I had the volume of my computer up so loud that it was blasting through <laughs> my headphones, <laughs> getting picked up by the mic. So sorry, Adam. Uh, I love you so much. Thanks, Adam, for all of your emotional and physical labor. Yes. Um, he is a rock star. I don't know. I mean, I think we covered uh, everything. Yeah, I mean, we covered a lot of shit we really probably didn't need to incorporate. I think we got about 20 good minutes of actually talking about the movie. So yeah, good we talked about Muppets and Down elephant shows um, and... 
Anna Nicole Smith. And, oh my you God. know, what are you going to do? I feel like somebody has to write a book. There must be a book about, like, early 2000s reality television. Because what a I think time. you are the one to write that book. I yeah, think right. I would I love like... to hear your perspective on it. I mean, honestly, I feel like the surveillance state we live in isn't possible without that like phenomenon you know what i mean oh, like for big sure. brother and surreal oh life big brother where it was big brother still going where it was just oh, like yeah. the act of voyeurism is so it was like it removed like the shame from voyeurism and it was just like yeah this is like a point of interest for humanity so it's like the state watches us we watch each other <laughs> like it's so fucked we up watch you know? each other. <laughs> i think it's also like like interpersonal relationships post that too must be kind of fascinating because I think like before that the way that media portrayed things was just like I don't know like you weren't sure how other people acted alone in their house you know or like how people pretend to act alone in their house and like or like on dating shows and shit like that but like there was like a like a push for like a real weird grittiness to reality tv show in the 2000s is like yeah, a woman shit on the stairs in Flavor of Love. Like, that's a thing that happened oh on God. television. Like, that's fucking I crazy, that dude. Happened. Also, and like, like, before that... MTV was whatever it is now, like, and the real right. world first came out, like, they were talking about, like, the AIDS crisis. And, like, right. you were seeing the first, like, openly homosexual people on TV. And you were seeing, like, people talk about race relations. Like, it was real shit, like you know when it right. started and also so sloppy and sloppy, yeah i yeah. saw this tiktok that was like i mean you can just like overanalyze anything and have so much fun with it but i saw this tiktok where this woman was talking about jersey shore and she was like think about it like they're it's 2009 they're like young people post like recession there's no they're out of access they like don't have money they don't have jobs they don't have access to like higher education the only thing they have access to is like copious amounts of alcohol and that's the only way they can self-express and i was like it's kind of true (laughs) like they They have alcohol and house music (laughs) um yeah and like us like the people now like you know we're all millennials failed for a lot of reasons but i think yeah one of them is like we were coming. We've like been the first to experience a lot of things, and we grew up in a time where nobody had anything. Like the housing yeah. market was crashing. We were in the middle of the recession. We grew up post like we also, were alive like, when we started being teenagers. Social media did not exist, and like we saw, or it was just existing, not yeah. in its form that it is now. But like we like, had Facebook like AIM was and just MySpace. for college students when I start when I like first joined it, and it just like has morphed into this absolute like juggernaut of toxicity and it's like broken our brains i think (laughs) i'm not okay (laughs) probably yeah Yeah, i don't know yeah aim was bad enough imagine getting cyberbullied in 2022 jesus fucking christ i mean yeah they're like did you see her tiktok it was so bad and then you know like making fun of each other's shit oh she's not tiktok famous you know like i don't know like i can't imagine being a teenager right now it must be weird no and they're like it was weird enough for us, you know? They're, like, like, hot now. Like, this is... Not, I'm not, like, a creep. But, like, they... Like, God, they look, like, so... Gr- 
grown up and they're like you see a 15 year old and you're like why are you wearing so much makeup you're a baby they okay so they have the benefit yeah of like constantly seeing what other people are doing right so like when we were doing our hair and makeup when we were 14 it was like i had a magazine and some shit i could afford at the like at the fucking CVS like I that's what I had Mary that was Kay, my framework like, I had my mom's old Avon like Avon shit but like remember, I didn't like, have my mom didn't have like brushes so she had like the little cute the little thing. foam tips yeah that came in I was <laughs> yeah so like they have the they have the tools at their disposal it was just like you saw someone flat iron their hair and then you're, you're like, like yeah okay. that looks fucking cool like, I guess you I'll pluck a haircut? out half my eyebrows I don't know <laughs> yeah it was so someone told you something in norway like there are so many there were so many like there was a music festival happening in oslo when we were there and there were so many like 18 year old 19 year old kids like young young people and they're dressed just like we were dressed like because the bell bottom or like the flares are back and like white skater shoes are back and yeah, this was like big belts and shit. I never felt so like old and reflective. I was like, it all comes back around, doesn't it? Oh gosh, yeah. Like literally, mm. I think I saw someone in a pair of Edneys. I was like, ah. <laughs> <sighs> um, we went to the mall the other day. Me and Maya, hi Maya. Hi, Maya. We went to the mall because she lives like on the west side, and there's nothing over there. So we went to the movies, but we were waiting for our movie to start. So we went to the mall. What's it like, like in a mall? In it's so fucking weird in there. <laughs> and then we went to we went to Hot Topic, and I was like, oh my god! Like it was just like all the thing. You remember those little dinosaurs that were like rar? Like those yeah. are coming back, and like and the, it was they just still weird. Have the wall of t-shirts. Yeah, and That's I was so like, weird. and they had shitty bands on there too. Like, I, I like, I was looking for. They had like two Fall Out Boys. So I was like, what are you kids doing in here? Why are kids listening to Fall Out Boy? Like, you don't have to. There's probably better music now, right? I love Fall Out Boy. I mean, oh, I don't know what they're doing now. I don't know what Pete's up to these days, but um, yeah, the I don't know, the old shit slaps. But um, it does. It was weird. It was just weird wow. to think about. I'm feeling like, very pensive and reflective right now. <laughs> anyway, we're I off might topic. Go watch I don't know. This is a Love. horror movie podcast, I'm, in case I'm you were wondering. I'm into Love Island UK right now, but I kind of feel like oh, watching no. some like 2004 um, reality TV. Uh, yeah, horror movies. So, yeah. If you want to find us, you can find us at spooky succubus yeah. underscore cast. I just made a special present that's going to go Speaking up. of the surveillance state. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we promised to like be more back. COVID really like rocked my world, to be honest with you. I hated it. Um, yeah. And I like have had kind of COVID brain for a few weeks. And then I don't really know what we're doing next week, but I know we're soon recording a bonus episode of the um, famous Paris Hilton joint, Nine Lives, which is a classic 2000 and I think two. Oh, I guess there's another movie called Nine Lives that's ha- that has a cat. We Yeah, I told you I couldn't find it. And then I was like, Paris Hilton isn't in this movie. And like, I was watching, I started cat? watching the wrong movie. <laughs> Remember that darn cat? That was a good one. I don't remember that. Christina Ricci had like a long haired cat that like went on adventures. Yeah. 
Okay, nine lives. Christina Ricci. uh, Let's see. One star on IMDb. It has a hearty. Oh, I don't even think Rotten Tomatoes has clocked that it exists. So that's cool. Um, Yeah, so it's going to be great. Straight to DVD classic. 28%. That's more than I thought. Um, So that'll be on the Patreon soon. And then, yeah, we're going to get back in action. We're going to get our shit together. You can't stop us. So don't even try. Um, Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Oh, what do we want to fuck this week? Um, Fuck racism and anti-asian sentiments no, i have to tell it. you something what i just muted the zoom so that i could <laughs> fart but then i remembered that my mic is two feet from me like the <laughs> mic is gonna catch the fart it's not the zoom so i didn't hear it but everybody but else, everyone else <laughs> yeah fuck like anti-asian sentiment which i feel like is like still kind of like regarded as an acceptable kind of bias and racism like yeah. and I that's think, really fucked uh, up we have a lot disgusting. of work to do i think yeah i think a lot of racism is still acceptable like um if you put a fucking sombrero on and a mustache you're fucking yeah racist, i don't care bro. if it's your bachelorette party find a different hat bitch yeah um yeah there's a lot of erasure though dude i'm i feel like i microaggressed a colleague the other day i felt pretty bad because they told me they went to Puerto Rico for a wedding. And I was like, oh, did you see family there? And he was like, I'm Salvadorian. And I was like, fuck, dude. So sorry. Like, what the fuck? And he was like, it's really fine. And I was like, oh, man. Like, you have to be working all the time. Like, you have to be active and, like, unlearning bias and hmm. thinking about the stupid shit that you say before you say it if you're moi. It was just dumb. Right. And then I almost went, my friend's Salvadorian, but I was like, he doesn't need to know that. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's like, uh, there's, yeah, things that we're socialized to do that are like, maybe don't, yeah, tell your Salvadorian coworker that you have a Salvadorian friend, because, like, yeah, they, that's don't not know. relevant information. <laughs> we for don't him. know each other. Yeah, like, it but... would be if he was like, I love horror movies, I'd be like, oh, my best friend loves horror movies too. And that's a more like, relevant connector like then right it's just you have to like i don't know i like microaggressed him and i'm not gonna back into a worse microaggression by like doing that like jesus <laughs> um yeah we all have shit to work on Dude, you know yeah the, like, um the indoctrination is real it's it's shitty yeah i uh yeah, I had to, like, uh, the Rebel Wilson, like, lost a bunch of weight, right? And she, like, made a new movie, and I was, like, not going to watch it because, I don't know, for whatever reason, like, there's something that feels fat phobic, even though, like, that's your choice. It's her choice to lose weight or I not I think there's lose a weight. way but then I was, to like, I don't know. talk about, like, a weight loss journey without, like criminalizing your former self like and right you have to like love all versions of yourself and if you want to lose weight that's a really personal choice but I think the way she's talked about her weight loss journey as like a factor in her being taken seriously as an actor and something like that she did because she like disliked that other version of herself is gross like I it's very hard to like learn to love every version of yourself and I also, like, am so tired of weight loss 
like famous people's weight loss being news it's not fucking news <laughs> like right. drastic weight loss look at her new like saucy pit like i don't care like she looked great before <laughs> i don't know she, i think she looks fine now like it doesn't really right. matter like what we think about how she looks but yeah like her her like approach has felt fat phobic like well, and then I was like, I find, yeah, like, I don't like you because, and then I was like, is it because she lost weight? That doesn't feel fair to her either. So then I was like, I should probably not, like, give a no, shit about no, what anyone like, else totally does. No, she's, like, totally talked about it in with a her cringy buddy, way. Um, yeah. I, but, like, if someone is like, yeah, I, like, loved myself before, but I felt like this was a personal choice I needed to make. You don't need the reasons why because you are not involved in like my health or personal wellness. Like, right? Yeah. Bye. Like that's a different situation, dude. Fat phobia. It's really real. Right. But um, yeah. Mostly, I just don't care what celebrities have to say or do. So yeah, I saw this. Unless tweet. you're Lupita Nyong'o, in which case you keep doing you, and yeah, I'm gonna love it no matter want. what. I saw this tweet you do that was like want. um. I don't really fucking give a shit if Kim K damaged <laughs> Marilyn's dress. I'll never be able to afford a home. So. Yeah, I saw that one too. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I equate celebrities with rich people because that's what it is. And I don't give a shit about what rich people do. I fucking hate Unless rich people. Unless you're Stanley Tucci, go fuck yourself. Or Yeah, but then I'm like, okay, I was watching Stranger Things. And then I was like... I don't know what's let's I want to see some like cast interviews and then I was like this is boring I don't want to watch this anymore I don't it's just like not I don't really care what they're doing yeah also that poor I I mean I know we're going like so over we need to pull our shit together oh my god yeah we should probably um, just (laughs) like experience Millie brought Bobby Brown's like hypersexualization and like the it's like the same thing that happened with the Olsen twins where there was like Oh, when they're turning 18. Like, until they're 18. Like, what is wrong with men? Get men under control, men. With men. Yeah, what's wrong with them? I don't don't know. She still looks like a child. She's a child. So I don't like, she looks like a baby. And 18 is still their babies. They look like babies. Still kids. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. (sighs) What a world. But yeah, we really... but David Harbour is still hot. He's hot. So. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you just held up an onion. What was that? It, it was my little stamper. It is her stamper. Yeah, it's like buffer thing. I'm making a stamping motion. You can't hear it. I but... loved your, um, was it a lino cut or a wood mm-hmm. cut that you did? Mm-hmm. It was so cute. Thank you. Lino cut's really fun. Mm-hmm. All right, we're it's like at easy. Anyway, we gotta 18. go. I have to be, we can yeah. talk off air. So yeah, you fuck, guys don't give a shit about fuck this. Capitalism. <laughs> fuck, fuck Josh Gad. And remember, you can't shit upwards. You can't shit upwards, and um, stay ugly and get fucked. Get fucked. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye.